Welcome back to Impressional Minds, the podcast where we're curing ignorance one show at a time. It's your host who keeps it really the most, Naze, and we are here with yet another live discussion. And I would just like to start out the podcast by saying shout out to our supporters, Chase and Brandon. Shout out to our new supporters, man. Clap it up for them real quick. They're helping sustain us, and that's pretty dope. And if you want to become a supporter, um, you can find us at anchor.fm slash impressionalminds slash support. You can donate 99 cents, $5, or $10. Um, we really appreciate all the donations and support that y'all are giving us, man. The podcast is doing really well. On top of the supporters we have, we do have another ad in here. We have two ads now, two sponsors. Um, we have the Black Tux and we have Anchor. So I'll be ready to hear those in this episode. And um, shout out to Anchor, man. Y'all did the new excuse me i did the new feature where we could get three ads in there instead of just one that's pretty dope and i thought i never thought i would see that day coming but it did happen last week and that was pretty that was pretty sweet along with the new sponsor um and on top of that you know you're probably like hmm this is a weird upload the impression lines podcast they don't usually upload on tuesday or we're going to try a new thing out we're going to try to do a double upload weekly so the friday episodes you already know what those are that's the weekly update where we just talk about gaming shoes music other headlines other topics all that stuff it's a segmented podcast usually i'm gonna say what 60 minutes to 90 minutes that's usually the range about where that podcast should be and um this one i want this one to just be a live discussion no time stamps on it so it won't be like super super recent topics but it will be like advice you know because the mental exchange we tried to we tried to implicate it in the weekly updates but it hasn't been transcending that much because we haven't been getting that many topics and that many questions so i was like why don't we just make a whole different it's not type of series but a whole different type of format for the tuesday episodes where we just have a discussion you know and we could have a discussion about advice. Y'all could, we could do Q&A episodes or we could just discuss a topic that we create. And with the Tuesday uploads, they could just be 30 to 45 minutes long and we can hit that audience. You know, the college kids, the people who got jobs, you know, because I know there is people who can only listen to 30 or 45 minutes out of the day to this podcast and they can't listen like a whole hour and 30 minutes. You know, it's like watching a movie. But me, I love podcasts. So I'll listen to a podcast for two and a half hours if I have to. I really like them. But, um... You know, we're trying to do things for everybody and get that double upload going. So uh, let us know if you like these episodes and like this type and this form that we're trying to create of episodes. And we uh, support, excuse me, we support everybody's feedback. Man. We've been doing, this podcast has been doing really well and we cannot do it all without you guys. So to get into our topic, I was talking to my youngins, man. They know who they are, supporters of the podcast, friends of the podcast, actually. Um, they'll be on here soon. Um, I was talking to them, you know, we gotta keep them secret because they just gonna be special guests. They just gonna come up on it, they're gonna creep up on it, they're not gonna know who they are. Oh, I was talking to them and you know, they in high school. I've graduated, I've been out of high school for about a it's about to be a year. Um, but they're in high school and they was talking about you know, they younger than 16. They was talking about how to get jobs and how they were gonna like make money and stuff like that. 
and it it made me think about what I was doing in high school. Somehow, some way, I had money. No, y'all probably not gonna believe me. Y'all gonna be like, "Oh, Nazi was broke in high school," but I wasn't. Like, I had money. Sometimes it feels like, like over the summer, I feel like I had more money in high school than I did then. Now, granted, I didn't have a, I didn't have a job until recently, but somehow I had money. You know, I had money on me. Not all the time, but I had a well amount to where if we went out for the weekend. You know. I had no problem spending the money. I had no problem paying for people's food and other stuff. So it got me to thinking, what did I do in high school and how did I maintain enough money to where I didn't have to go out and get a job? And that's basically going to be the topic of the episode, you know? So let's get into it. The first thing I think I did, I think it was either freshman summer or sophomore summer. It might have been both. Don't quote me on it. But for my summer job, it wasn't really a job because I knew the people. But basically for the summer, I worked at the Indiana State Fair. And if you don't live in Indiana or you don't live in Indianapolis, at least. Yeah, because there's only one state fair in Indiana. And it's in Indianapolis. It's at the Pepsi Coliseum. So if you don't know what that is, it's basically, I'm not going to say it's like a festival or a carnival, but it's like a, it's like just a fair i can't explain it they they have fairs everywhere else but you know what it is there's um food tons of food there's food stands there's rides there's concerts people performing and it lasts i want to say three weeks i believe it lasts three weeks and it's in august so that's where i was working i was working at a food i was working at a food stand new friends that uh got me in there and they reached out to me they knew me personally and you know, it didn't take much for the requirements because they already knew me. They believed in me. So they gave me the job. And what I was doing was I was working the weekend. So I would work Saturday and Sunday, 12 hours every week. So basically I worked six days the whole month of August. I only worked six days. And it was pretty decent. Like the pay was actually really good at that age it was really good and i did that for two years i want to say two years i don't know three i don't know three i did it i know i did it for two years though and that worked for me because that's just an easy summer job um you do that you do you could do that like two or three times and if you're saving for something you could do that two or three times and be set just have that in the bank have that set and that's another thing at that age i know you can't get a debit card by yourself but ask your parents to get you a debit card you know so you can save money and you don't just have to carry cash on you all the time because i know sometimes when you're carrying cash on you you'll want to spend it if you if it's in your wallet but if it's on like a debit card sometimes you want to spend that also sometimes you want to spend that also but you know you just got to be you just got to be able to manage your money well and just have a savings account that's what i want to say like have a savings account and if you are saving up for something just put that stuff in there you know like a squirrel gathers his acorns and gets them for the winter for hibernation that's how you should do with your money and stack your coins up man so yeah that's another like that's one way is you can get a summer job and i do highly recommend summer jobs because 
with school and high school you're doing all types of homework you know it's not like school is not as easy as people think it is man and it's not easy to stay on task either especially if you're a creative like myself and it was just hard to stay on tag sometimes like it was just it just sucked because you'd be like man i'd be doing other things i'd be doing so many other things but i'm in here learning about things i do not care about but stay in school don't drop out school is the best thing going for you right now um something else i did was i was cutting grass you know and what i would do is i would charge twenty dollars a lawn and i cut mostly family members grass so i have four family members i cut i was cutting my granddads my other granddads and both my uncles at one point i was cutting my granddads for thirty dollars and i only charged him 30 because he lived farther and his grass and his lawn need to be maintained so there was more maintenance involved in it and then at one point i was cutting my uncle's grass when he lived near my other uncle and my granddad they all live basically in the same neighborhood they're so so close to each other i could like do all of those in one swoop sometimes i did it once don't recommend doing three lines in one day unless you're really desperate but i've done it before just to get them all out of the way it's the easy 60 bucks it's a quick six bucks bro if you're if you're really trying to get some money that day or that week you know but basically i would always alternate between i didn't do my uncle's at his house for that long but i did the one at the barbershop and my granddad's i did those maybe sometimes like my granddad's i did his bi-weekly so i did it every other week and i did my uncle's every week because um the, his property and stuff needed to be maintained and kept up each week and his stuff grew his grass grew faster that's the difference between like cutting lines you got to know whose grass needs to be maintained or kept up more than other people's so sometimes it'll be bi-weekly sometimes it'll be weekly it just depends on the customer and what they want so but i would recommend you charge twenty dollars a line twenty dollars a line is the set price for some most places but if it's like huge like you're cutting a lot of grass man charge them 50 bro break their wallet no i'm just kidding um charge them a feasible amount like something that you think would be worth your service and i'm gonna give you the breakdown so basically if i was making 20 a line and i only did probably two line let's just say let's just start it off at the base so i was cutting my granddad's every other week so that's 40 a month then i was cutting my uncles every week so that's 80 that's 120 i was making 120 a month from just cutting grass and i know sometimes you'll be like 120 a month that's not a lot like if i got a job that would pay way more but here's the thing you can't just depend on one thing people and if you're in high school you shouldn't be spending i think you should be spending like 120 a week unless like if that's you know sometimes you just in high school i don't think you should live beyond your means your parents I know your parents aren't going to give you hands out handouts all the time, but they will help you out. Like they'll pay for food. They'll they'll get you stuff, man. Like you ain't got to trip about it. You ain't got to sweat about that. If your parents are decent. Now, if they want you to go out there and slave away, then go out there and slave away. You probably have done something in your childhood to where they feel like that you need to be working and 
being more independent and that's good too because at a, from a young age you'll learn how to work you know and you won't have to jump into the workforce when you're like 17 18 and just have no clue about the world outside school that will eat you alive and taxes good lord taxes <clears throat> we don't talk about those on the podcast though they might hit me with one um <laughs> For all them donations, bro. I don't know what they're gonna do for next tax season. Um, so yeah, cutting grass is one, working summer jobs is one. So the summer job, I don't even remember how much I made, but that's money for the summer. I know I made, let's just say that I know I made more than 300 for working six days. I was, I made a decent amount. I'm not gonna throw out there how much I made but I was making a decent amount and that's just for working six days like think about that that is like maybe a full work week maybe you just got to be patient with how you get your money so I was doing that cutting grass and another thing that I was doing was I was cleaning I I'm not gonna say I was restoring restoring shoes but I was cleaning shoes so basically um, what I suggest is you get Reshuvenator. Um, that's what I use. If you don't know what Reshuvenator is, look it up. R-E-S-H-O-E-V. Hold on. Is yeah, V-N-8, the number eight R. Look it up, Reshuvenator. And um, you get three brushes and you get like a cleaning solution. You can get it, just look online, look it up. And there's one for suede. There's like a middle style brush that you can get like the midsoles with some harder type of material on the shoes, like mesh and all that upper crap that Nike uses on the shoes. And then you got a hard bristle brush that you can use for the outsoles, you know, to get the nicks and cranies out of the shoe if you want them super, super clean. Um, I was cleaning shoes and I would charge, like most of these things that I did, I was doing for my family. Like I'm, I'm not like, I wasn't robbing my family for money and stuff like that. But they're the people that supported me and the people that looked out for me and believed in what I was doing because I was making my own way to make money. So um, I had and my cousin, most of my cousins are sneakerheads just like me. Like we all like shoes. We like Jordans. We like Nikes, Adidas, etc. All that stuff. Like we're just fashionable people. Like we just, you know, family that the family that jays together stays together you feel me nah not giving no infamous plugs but uh excuse me so i charged my cousin 15 dollars a pair right i charged him 15 a pair and so he's a barber and his shoes you know you get hair on them they get dirty you're on your feet all day so what i did was i would he gave me like six hold on hold on, hold on let me think, let me think. He gave me four i believe he gave me four pairs to clean and i cleaned his and made about and you know do the math four times 15 do the math and that's how much i made from that and the thing is when you're selling shoes you got to remember you're not going to be doing that every week once you clean a customer's shoe that i'm not going to say it's a one-time thing because they may have other shoes but once you clean those shoes don't expect those shoes to get dirty right back so like i said you got to be patient with the money um but one thing that is cool with it is 
once you get that one customer, they're gonna be like, hey, he cleaned my shoes, he did a real good job. Um, I'm gonna send you to him if you need your shoes clean. And they'll tell other family members, other friends, and you know, they'll put you on, they'll support you, man. They'll, they'll promote you a little bit. You just gotta be good at what you do. Whatever you do, you have to be good at. You can't be lazy. You can't halfway do it. You can't procrastinate. That is a huge thing. When you are doing things for other people, your services for other people, and you're you're not your own boss, but you're an entrepreneur. You're setting your prices. You're and there really is no time limit. Do everything you can as fast as you can. If they need their line cut this week, find out the earliest day you're free so you can cut that, get that out of the way, get paid, and chill the rest of the week. Or set a time with them. Don't just be like, ah, I'll cut it. I'm gonna cut it next week. Because when the grass gets too high, it's gonna suck when you gotta cut it. You, the, lo, the lawnmower will stop. Um, and make sure, I didn't say this one about cutting grass, but if you don't own a lawnmower, ask the customer if you could use theirs. I know sometimes it's kind of weird. My, I was cutting my family members grass, so they let me use theirs. But if you don't, ah, that's kind of hard. You should use yours. I don't have one because where I live, they we don't have to cut the grass. But yeah, that that is kind of tricky. So if you don't own a lawnmower, don't cut grass because you don't want to pay for your own one and then do all that. But if you get enough lawns by any means, go ahead. But I would use your own or theirs. If they're not weird about how you how somebody else is using their stuff. I don't know. But back to the shoes. What was I talking about? I was I was on a rant, bro. I don't know what I'm talking about no more. This podcast is trash. Just throw the whole thing away, bro. Sponsors, everything. Just delete the whole episode. Log off. Log off the whole Anchor app, bro. Nah. Um. So basically, I clean those up. Use rejuvenator, or you could use crep protector. Not crep protector, but the crep cleaning solution. Sometimes I mix the rejuvenator and the crep up and clean them. I know the crep one smells good. Um. But it really it cleaning shoes. It is a decent way to make money. I'm not going to say it's the only way, but it is a pretty, it's a pretty solid and honest thing if you like shoes, but you have to like, I just like shoes. I, it was to the point where I was going to start restoring shoes, which is like doing a different paint job, you know, recalibrating the sway and the new book. I, I just loved shoes. So that's one, that's another avenue to make money is cleaning shoes if you're good at it. If you, ha if you are a sneakerhead, that is one thing I say you should do because other sneakerheads will appreciate that. And if you got like translucent, translucent or icy bottoms, what you should do, get some, um, get some, go to Sally's, go to Sally's or like a salon, ask your mom like what they use to like bleach their hair and stuff. And what you do is you get some of that 40 some of that 40 cream the 50 cream you have to have a uh you have to be a stylist you have to have a license to get the 50 cream get the 40 cream and what you could do is you could put that on the outsole of shoes you know get some plastic wrap some uh saran 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 i want to say saran right but it's the plastic wrap you could put on tubware and you know them you know what they be using at the cookout it's not the aluminum foil it's the plastic boys you know what i'm talking about Use that on the shoes. You can set them out in the sun. They can get real icy, but it's going to take time. You're going to have to wash it off. And you may have to do three rounds of it. But that is another thing 
that you can do to make money. You be like, hey, I'll clean your shoes and I'll ice your bottoms up for you. If you're icing somebody's shoes, be careful. You know, be cautious about what you're doing because those are somebody else's shoes. And in the sun, you can like melt the whole rubber of the outsole off and the cream can get everywhere and ruin the shoe. So be careful. And you can mess your hands up and like don't lick it or anything. You'll mess your taste buds up forever. But just be careful when you're messing with chemical stuff and cleaning shoes also. Um, you can do that. I would charge $10 for that because ice and soles is not easy and it is a very tedious thing. Another thing is, um, you could get, you could charge people for soul protectors. Like I know online you go on soul protector. Those things are $25. You could be like, if you get the soul protectors, I'll apply them for you. And they'll be like, apply them for me, but I could do it myself. But it is like applying soul protectors is very, it's just time consuming. It takes probably 30 minutes to do, man. Like you put them on the bottom of the outsole, you use like a blow dryer or something. I just use a blow dryer. I don't know what they call it, other things. Use a blow dryer and have to heat it up, blow it on there so it can, the adhesive can form to the rubber and make sure you get, tell them to get the soap protector plus. Don't get the regular soap protectors, they suck. So yeah, man, I was heavy in the sneakers. So you could do that. Clean shoes, restore shoes, maintain shoes and charge people, set your own prices. Or you could resell shoes. You know, that's what I did a couple of times at school. I don't remember how many pairs I sold, not many. But to me, when I was in school, $20 was a lot to me. When I was in high school, $20 was a lot. If I was getting $20 for somebody, I was happy. I was excited. I was like, I got $20. Like, this is food money. Like, that's all I spent money on was food. I wasn't, I spent money on food and shoes in high school and video games. But video games don't even cost that much. That costs like 60. That's that's easy to grab. That's a that's an easy dub. Come on now. Um yeah. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred. So like whatever you got your shoes for retail, if you've maintained them, some people don't maintain their shoes, but if you have maintained your shoes and you cool with a couple homies at school, or cool or you know some people at school that are looking for shoes, or you got a pair that somebody's grills. I would say take 30% off the retail and sell those. So let's see. Hold on real quick. So if you got something like the Concords real quick or some Jordan 11s, because most of those is 220. So you take 220. So 220 and you take 30% off 220, that's 154. So basically you just charge somebody 154. Now granted, granted, hear me out. Hear me out me up yes you paid 220 or your parents paid 220 for them but you gotta remember if you're not gonna wear them or you're not using them those the those are set at zero dollars right now the value for those shoes for you is zero dollars excuse me so you selling them for 150 um that's 150 profit if you didn't pay for them Granted, I know you're not gonna sell your Concords or any new shoes you get, but I'm talking about older shoes, shoes that you got on sale. Like most of the shoes I got, I was getting my shoes off like clearance aisles, like 
people a lot of people don't know this but i was shopping in like foot locker outlets getting stuff on clearance getting shoes for 60 40 70 dollars and they are worth more than what i paid for so when i flipped the shoe i made money i was i'm not i don't know i don't remember all the profit i was getting for shoes but i made money and my cousin like he would give me he would sell me some of his shoes like for cheap prices like you'd be like hmm you know the family discount is real but he would tell me stuff for cheap and if i wanted to sell i remember i sold my powder blues i don't remember for how much though but i sold them for more than i paid for them whether it's profit or not like i still sold them you know r.i.p to the powder blues i got the orlando's orlando tins back but i couldn't fit them that's that's one thing it's like sometimes you grow out of shoes sometimes you get tired of shoes you know your rotation you'll have 10 shoes in your rotation and you only go to school for five days i know how that feels you like i'm not even gonna wear these shoes might as well sell them so that's another avenue you could do to make money while in high school but the biggest thing i did the biggest profit biggest thing to make money in while you are still in high school and unemployed is selling candy selling food selling drinks no no hear me out hear me out hear me out it is illegal to sell anything on school grounds apparently all right apparently but somehow me and my boy Devin, we got away with it shout out to Devin for putting me on the business bro we had a plan we came into the school r.i.p uh bdu any bdu listeners y'all know what's going down in bdu r.i.p bdu taxes bro taxes is something serious <laughs> but um man the administration over there was hating we me and Devin was doing our thing, bro. We was slinging the chips. <laughs> we was slinging the lays. <laughs> um, so basically me and my boy Dev, you know, shout out to him once again for putting me on game. Um, we were selling chips, candy, and at one point drinks, but we don't talk about, we don't talk about drinks. Um, so we were selling that. And we was making tons of money, bro. You will, you, you are making, you are, profiting and capitalizing off children's hung hungry bellies bro you're gonna make a lot of money because a lot of people are hungry but then again a lot of people are broke you will okay so basically here's what here's what we did me and my, me, me and my guy dev here's what we did all right we would go to like sam's club gfs or costco look online get those uh We'll buy in bulk, right? So we get those variety packs of Starburst, Skittles, chocolate candy, chips, all of that, bro. We will buy those variety packs. And, you know, sometimes the variety packs be like 15, 20, but you get like 30 bars in there, right? So what we would do is we would take the variety packs, everything in there we would sell for a dollar. Now, I don't know the direct profit for each item. Some items are like 30% profit each thing. Some things are like 50% profit each item, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. As long as you are a good salesman and good salesperson and cool with a lot of people, you can sell 
90 bars of candy, right? 90 bars of candy. Let's look, let's look up 50% profit, 50 cent profit on 90 pieces of candy. That is $45 profit off of 90 items. Now granted more, you're gonna sell so much candy, not only in one day, but throughout the whole week. Like me and my boy Dev, we had a whole business plan like about this. And I'ma tell you like, like man, forget pocket watching. I'ma put y'all on game. Like what we did, we was making at least, at least $80 profit a week. Profit. Now how much money we got back? Profit. Like how much you get back, we don't count that because we knew we was gonna have to put, like maybe we would get like 170 for the week, right? We knew we were gonna have to put money back into the business to buy all the items again so we could sell them the next week and keep the stuff for profit. Like that's what an entrepreneur does. He selects all the items that he's gonna have to put his money back into and then he's gonna take a profit. And we, me, me and Dev, we split the profit. There was no money problems. Like sometimes money was missing, but it was customer's fault, bro. Like sometimes they would just be taking, they would just be taking stuff. Like I had times where people would steal everything out of my duffel bag and it was the homies. Like they would steal stuff out of my duffel bag and not pay me. Or sometimes people just never paid me. Like it would take them two weeks to pay me back. It just sucked. So one thing, if your school allows it, if you are allowed to do it, here's, here's two things first. Let your parents know if you're about to do any of these things that I have listed, any cutting grass, summer jobs, any of this, so they can support you and your family can support you and they know. First off, if you wanna sell candy at school, let your parents know that you are selling food at school. So when you get in trouble and get sent to the office, they already know. So they're like, he's like, well, you know, you don't, you don't have the principal all up in your ear. Well, today we heard that uh, he's selling things out of a duffel bag. We don't know what's in them. Like, nah. Like, you'd be like, it's candy. I went to the store. We saw him get it. He's selling them. He's doing his own business thing. That's my son. That's my baby girl. Whatever, you know? Because they're going to support you. Because you could, there could be tons of other stuff in that bag. Trust me. I know. Some kids were selling other stuff in school. They tried to let us in on it. I wasn't about it though. I was, <laughs> they they actually ruined the business for us because they were selling they were selling food with other things in them. Boy, and it was not FDA regulated. Um, but anyways, on the <laughs> but yeah, tell your parents and then if you do trust some teachers or trust some administrators, let them in on it. Not let them in on it, but like, you know the cool teachers. Y'all know the cool teachers that's looking out for y'all. Shout out, shout out to my cool teachers at BDU that was not wilding it out when I was selling candy in a class. And they some teachers even bought from me. That's the thing. It's like some teachers will buy from you. Like they support you too. Others just is hungry. And they're like, ain't nothing in the school but healthy stuff, come on. Because, uh. Y'all know who, y'all know who put all the healthy foods in there. The great, the great person, Michelle Obama, that ruined everybody's, that ruined everybody's meal plan for high school and all undergrades. It's, it sucks, bro. And that's why you can make so much money. People is tired of eating healthy foods, man. This food is not real. Y'all over here eating whole wheat bun patties, like 
it just sucks. The food, the food at school sucks. I know how y'all feel. So you can make tons of money. You be selling hot Cheetos, flaming hot lime Cheetos. You selling Snicker bars, Three Musketeers. What you want? I got it in the duffel bag. But some schools banish it. They abolish it. They don't. They don't want none of that in there because they don't know. They don't want to be responsible for none of the bad business practices. But you gotta be one with your vision. You gotta be. You, you just gotta. That'd be a trailblazer, you know? Sell it out of your locker. Man, nah, you get caught like that. Listen, listen. If selling anything at your school is bad, don't take the risk. Alright? But here, I've done I've done it in front of a principal. Now, granted, I got in trouble by the principal, but he, I did it in front of him and he was like, hey, I know what you're doing. Just uh don't disrupt lunch. Um, and uh, I'm gonna need you to stay in your seat. That's all that man cared about. He cared if I stayed in my seat. I was like, huh, whatever, you know, I got you, I got you. But he, he pulled up on me in the hallway next time. And he was like, what's in the bag? I'm like, come on, buddy. You you know what's in the bag. You teach it something. Some administrators are just fake like that. And then other, I don't know, people get jealous. They're like always making money. The teachers is jealous. You know, the government's not paying them. Tax dollars aren't getting funding the school. Oh, it's just all bad, bro. I don't, I don't know. People just, it's, I don't know. People will hate on you if you're making money and you're a businessman and you're doing your own thing at 15, 16, 17, 14 years old. That's just how people are. It sucks. People should support you at that age, but it's just how people are, bro. So basically we would take, back to get on topic. We would take things from like Sam's Club and stuff buy that flip it get money for it get profit you know set up your own business plan set up your own books that's what i did that's what me and little me and dev did we set up our own books we tracked how much money was coming in how much money we should make at the end of the week if we sell out it was we had all that stuff to a t bro to a t and the thing is if you're not selling well sell everything half off do two for one deals bro um and Another thing that me and Devin did that was dope was we brought in new products like each month. Like sometimes we'd be like, well, let's buy this. Let's see if people like this. And we would test it out, but we wouldn't buy tons of that item. We would just buy like one pack and see if people liked it and they would go. Trust me. Them Sour Patch Kids go. Them Extreme Belts go. The Sour Candy. Everybody likes Sour Candy. Some people don't like chocolate. Some people don't like hot chips, but the Sour Candy is gone, bro. Like the Sour Patch Kids, the Takis was a hot was a hot item. I'm I'm giving y'all a game right now. Write it down. Write it down. Um, remember that I'm 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 really putting y'all on and I'm letting y'all in on our books. Like I can talk to y'all now because that's not how I make money no more. Like, but I'm not the I'm not the type of person like the other CEOs and billionaires and millionaires that's out here that will not share knowledge and teach you how to make your own money and teach you how to do things and how they started their business. Because that's what kind of sucks about a lot of people who are higher up is since they know how they made their money and know how they came up, they won't share that just so it can shun everybody out of their business plan and their ideas. You know, knowledge is power. That's why going to school and getting good grades is a good ordeal. It's pretty decent, you know? Just know what you're doing in life. So it's it's better for you. Um, but I that's most of the things I did. But like I said, tell your parents 
that you are doing these things so they know like they're not like you just you just not in your room sitting on your bed counting fat stacks and have a rubber band and they're like what is this kid doing well what is he doing where's it where's this money coming from and you know just appreciate that appreciate that at a young age you don't have to pay a lot of things that your parents have to do and you don't have a lot of responsibilities. That's why I say do these things while you are still in school. Because when I did this at a young age, it taught me how to run my own business. It So like when this podcast starts popping off, I know how to do this already. I know how to not sell myself like physically, but like pitch my ideas to people, pitch my content creation to people, you know? And I knew how to run my own business and sort of be my own entrepreneur. And a lot of people supported me all throughout high school, family, friends, teachers, administrators, everybody, everybody was pretty cool about my business plans and everybody was in on it. But selling candy, selling candy, I was making more than some people that was working part-time jobs at McDonald's, bro. Like me and, me and Dev was really doing it. Like selling candy is your best way of making money if you are in school. Trust me, selling candy chips, all that stuff. Just get the right products, buy the right stock, know what people like versus what they don't like. And last thing about the chips and the whole food ordeal is not everybody will have cash. That was one problem we ran into. Not everybody had cash. So what you do is download the Cash App, shameless plug. Um, Cash App, if you're listening, sponsor us impressional minds hit me up <laughs> link tree i know where to find me at um <laughs> like i said shameless plug please cash that um download that and make your own cash app and if there is people who don't have cash app invite them because if they use your code and they spend over five dollars y'all both get five dollars and if you keep sending people your code <laughs> you're making money off cash app also um but that's one thing you can do that's why i was talking about earlier in the episode to get a debit card so all that money can get onto your card and to and make other people get the cash app because if more people get the cash app that's more money for you and that's transactions that nobody knows about the teacher can't know that if dave was like hey give me a bag of chips i'll send it i'll send you a dollar <laughs> here's this chips just send me a dollar. <laughs> Teachers don't know what's going on. They're like, he just has chips. He just gave her some chips. You know, he just, they're cool with each other. He just gave him some chips. They, they, they're just, they just sharing. They're, they're being loving children. This is what school is all about, right? Right? Right, Jimmy? Nah. Um, Cash App is one way. PayPal is one way. So yeah, because I know in high school, some people have debit cards. People got jobs and other stuff. And they don't have cash on them all the time. Bro, there were some times where people were fiending. They were fiending for hot Cheetos, man. And you'll be like, bro, I'll pay you back tomorrow. Just I need, I need a bag. They, they were desperate, bro. Like it was fried, but I enjoyed like whatever you do, whatever business venture you do, whatever uh, any of these that I'm giving y'all that you want to do, make sure you like what you're doing make sure you like what you're doing always in your career because if you don't like what you're doing you're not going to be passionate your heart's not going to be involved in it and it's just going to suck 
that's why I've never wanted to work a crazy nine to five job because I was like, I could do so many other things that I like doing. But sometimes that's not how life treats you. All right. I'm just be honest. That's not how life works all the time. It would be great. But, you know, sometimes you got to go to college. Sometimes you have to hit your rock bottom. Sometimes you won't have a job. So you got to you just got to get on your own, man. Like how they say, sometimes you just got to get it out the mud. You got to create. You just got to create a business. You just got to know what you're good at and just do it. Be a part of it. People will support you. You just have to be serious. You have to be intent. You have to be patient. And you just have to know what you're doing, basically. Like, please know what you're doing. Please just don't take people's money. Listen to what I'm saying. Just run with it and just take people's money and not know how to do any of this. If any of these topics interest you, I say go for them. This is how you can make your own money while you are still in high school. And it's just a good way. These are positive ways of making money in high school. You could do other stuff. There's other stuff out there that I didn't do. There's other stuff out there that is negative stuff that you could sell and get into that. I don't support it. I don't condone it. So I don't suggest those ideas, you know, and like I said, get people to support you, get teachers, get administrators, get people you're close to, get family members, but your family members are going to support you a lot. Like your family members are invested in you for life, basically. And uh, my, my parents knew that I could have been, you know, where I'm from, my neighborhood, I could have been anything, anything, but I was selling candy and chips. So when they got a call from the principal saying, you know, you got in trouble for selling chips. Like, who cares? Like, at the end of the day, I'm still getting money. Like, and the dope thing about getting money while you're in school is you're not having to go anywhere. You don't, you don't have to, you don't have to have a job after school. You can literally, your seven hours when you clock in and clock out is at school. You're already going to have to be at school. You might as well try to network, talk to people and just come up with some cool business ideas maybe let them in on it that's another thing don't be afraid to let other people in on your business ideas and what you're doing because i don't know but some people just get intimidated when you're making a lot of money and they just don't know how you're doing it they get intimidated they get jealous so you will like naturally get in trouble or naturally they will try to do something to um like throw what are obstacles your way basically they'll try to throw obstacles your way when you're trying to do this and be on your grind and do something that is just innocent you just want to make money you, you just want to buy a game you just want to buy a game you know but i'm done ranting man i'm done ranting this has been the episode about how to make money and grind while you're in high school unemployed if you're younger this is to the younger audience if you're 18 and up get a job please get a job please get a well-paying job work work your hours you know work somewhere weekly that's the best thing i can say to you if you are new in the workforce work somewhere where you get paid weekly that will really help you um budget and everything um but this is mainly towards the younger audience people are in high school People are younger who are in high school. If you're listening, shout out to you guys. Keep grinding. And this is the end of the podcast. Naze out. 
It's Naze here, and I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer. We experienced some minor hiccups and technical difficulties while recording. We apologize in advance for the audio. Don't forget to subscribe to us on the Anchor.fm website and show support. Be sure to do this on the web browser as this feature isn't included on the app. Find us at anchor.fm slash impressionalminds. We'd really appreciate that and any other donations for the content we're putting out. We're currently on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and more apps for mobile listening under Impressional Minds. Stay tuned and stay posted for another episode.